Davitsiakus laughed out loud. So, you're a trickster, are you, Lucius, my Roman friend? Playing me at my own game? All right, I believe you. And your business outside the wall? I'm looking for the body of an old woman who was slain near here. I cannot find it. Davitsiakus looked at him disgustedly. I knew you Romans were a depraved lot. You'd have done better to take some of the Belgic whores from the village as we did. We prefer our whores alive. At that moment, an inhuman screech cried out somewhere in the forest. Instinctively ducking out of the torchlight, Lucius was surprised when the Eidwee chieftain and his warriors did not do the same. They did not even bother to extinguish the torch, as if the screech was something they had expected. Rise up, my Roman friend. Do you know what that was? Lucius asked curiously. Davitsiaku smiled, his face almost sinister in the torchlight. The Belgi play a crafty game, Roman, but two can play as well as one. While Lucius was wondering just what the hell that meant, two new mud-covered and naked Idwean warriors appeared in the torchlight. And two more makes a dozen, Roman, Davitsiaku said mischievously before turning to greet the newcomers. Ah, Cecil and Morkant. There you are. What have you brought us? Each warrior smiled and presented a still-dripping, severed head held by the hair. The faces were frozen in expressions of sheer terror. Presumably it had been these men that made the screeching noise just before Cecil and Morkant beheaded them. Here's two more to add to your line, out of you, the chieftain said, gesturing to a warrior who dragged along a rope with no less than five heads strung on it. All appeared fresh and must have been severed within the last hour. We have been busy tonight, Roman. These two new ones were waiting to waylay you, but we think ahead of them, you see. While we played the part of the bait, with our torch burning bright, Cecil and Morkant were watching and listening. The hunters became the prey. Davitsiaku suddenly frowned and examined one of the heads more closely. What's this now? This is no nervy. Neither is this one. Lucius saw the short-clipped, dark hair of the head now in the chieftain's big hand. A green wolf's paw tattoo stood out on the left cheek of the dead man's face. Lucius instantly recognized it as one of the men who had been waiting in ambush with Amelius inside the village hut. These men are mule drivers, Lucius said. Cisalpine ghouls. Why in the name of Lugus would they be waiting around for you? Davitsiakus voiced Lucius's exact thoughts. I do not know. So what happened between you? Did you cheat them a dice? Did they lose some wager to you? They've been with the legions for over a year, at least since the seventh came to Gaul. Aside from that, I do not know them. They knew you. That means someone put them up to it. You must have enemies, young Lucius. The chieftain smiled. I like a man with enemies. Honest men have enemies. You never can trust a man that has too many friends. He shrugged and then tossed the head into a bush, as if it were a bare chicken bone. Any ideas who might want to usher you into the afterlife? Lucius shrugged, though he had somewhat of an idea who might be responsible. If I were you, Davitsiaku sighed him, I'd start with whoever sent you out here this night. These bastards expected you. They'd been waiting out here for some time. My men would have seen them leave the fort otherwise. Judging by your size, and the way you hold that weapon... I'd say they might have been better to bring a few more compatriots along. In any event, someone put them up to this. You speak as though you know this to be true. The chieftain smiled and slapped him on the back. 
Among my people, Lucius, nobles do not live very long, unless they are clever. You have to think like a usurper to avoid one. You have to think like a snake. These two were snakes. But there's a larger snake that put them up to it. Mark you me, my young friend. Wondering just how many more armed mule drivers might be lurking in the woods, Lucius silently questioned the wisdom of continuing to stand under a burning torch for all to see. But Vitsiakus did not seem concerned. Perhaps he had other warriors watching and listening. I should be getting back, Lucius said. I will not stop you. But I do offer you this one word of advice, Lucius Domitius of Spain. No matter what your purpose out here tonight, these men meant your death. For some reason they wanted you, and you alone, dead. Be wary. Whoever sent you out here tonight cannot be trusted.